Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Borough Breakdown podcast and opposition preview show with Tom and our guest for the evening, Brady from And He Takes That Chance podcast, easy for me to say, who is uh, here to give us a Huddersfield perspective on Saturday's game. Brady, thanks very much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Tom. Um, you picked a good time, didn't you? Uh, chatting to the fan whose team's at the bottom of the table. <laughs> Well, it should definitely be an interesting uh, interesting perspective because I don't think anyone looking at kind of our two clubs would have imagined that we'd be down the bottom end of the table at this stage of the season. But, I mean, it, it kind of leads nicely into my first question, which was how would you kind of sum things up so far? Oh, um, <laughs> we, we have been... Um, we, did, we did our podcast uh, preview in this game yesterday and... I said on it, we we have been the worst team in the league. Um, I think I think there's no you know no denying that. Um, it's tough to say. I think it's it's really disappointing. There's there's a number of reasons for it. I think um, you know a lot of people point to Carlos leaving uh, just under three weeks before the season started. Obviously, that's going to affect any club. Um, you know, we lost Lewis O'Brien. We lost Harry Toffler to to Forest, who beat us in that final. Don't need to talk about that final and the decisions. Like, you know, we'd be doing worse than Forest if we got promoted anyway. <laughs> so maybe a, a bullet dodged. Um, yeah, and there's, it's just kind of been a, a season like we've not really replaced key players. You know, if you look at that starting eleven from the playoff final, we've lost six players, um, and I would argue we the players we brought in. Um, I'd say they're good signings, but maybe good signings for the future. Uh, we've we've kind of taken a, a gamble on um, you know looking to sell players down the line, which we we do as a club, and not really replacing them now. Um, Danny Schofield came in. I think um, I'm not sure if Borough fans knew this, and I'll I'll try and keep it short. But when Carlos actually left, it was um, in his kind of resignation statement from the club at the bottom. It said, "Oh, when Danny Schofield's in charge," and it was like. <laughs> kind of um, from a PR perspective, not handled that well, because it was like, what, is he permanent manager? Is he, you know, what's going on? And then it was like, oh, yeah, he is permanent manager. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, unfortunately for Danny, he's a great, you know, he was a Huddersfield Town legend, you know, when we were, um, you know, even further down the leagues back in the day. And he's a really nice bloke by all accounts, but it just just didn't work. Obviously, he's taken the the job at Doncaster in League 2 today, and I hope that works out for him, because he is a really nice guy. And, you know, I feel like we lost someone who was a club man, um, but he just he wasn't ready for the job. Um, we've got Mark Fotheringham in charge now. Um, you know, it's only five games in, but um, he's he's not a wallflower. Um, he's very kind of you know 
he'll he'll say what he thinks and um I think some fans of you know particularly when you're bottom of the table you've not really seen that, that classic manager bounce new manager bounce um I think it's starting to rub fans off uh, the wrong way so um yeah it's been a kind of a, a mess so um yeah we, that we deserve to be at the bottom and um unfortunately you know I, I hate to say this but I can't wait for the World Cup so we can have a bit of a break from it all. It's been terrible. No, I, I know the feeling. We, I think we were thinking that, and some people still might be. Um, obviously, the win last night's done quite a lot to to lift spirits, and then supposedly hiring Carrick, which is all but confirmed at the moment. But um, I, I think you, you mentioned it there about the six players who were in the playoff uh, final team who who have left. Obviously, the most notable there, uh, O'Brien and Toffolo, who went to Forest. Um, just how how much of a miss have, have they been this season? Is there anyone kind of other than those two who who've been more of a miss to the team? Um, so I think, and I'll be the first to admit this. We we knew, you know, the second the the player final whistle went and we'd lost the game. Um, we knew O'Brien was going to be in the Premier League. Obviously, it stings a little bit. They went to Forest, but. Um, He's been such a huge miss. I think um, you know. I'll be. I'll put my hands up and admit it. I thought I didn't. I didn't think we could directly replace him. But I thought you know, good fee, ten million um, was the rumor. You know, I thought we could kind of reinvest um, and rebuild it. But we've just. He just brought. He brought so much energy to the team. It, I, I'd kind of underestimated as fantastic a player as he was, and we were singing all his praises. How, how much an effect that had. Um, Toffolo as well is a huge miss, not just because he was great from an attacking sense at left back. I think um, particularly, you know, when you're doing well or things aren't going so well, he was a real character, um, you know, engaged a lot with fans. Um, he did a lot of stuff outside of the pitch to engage with the fan base. And it's really sad when you see those type of people go. Uh, I think that's what's doubly bad. And they've been huge misses. I think the one that's kind of not really talked about and um, I'm sure you you get this, but um, <laughs> you know at Borough. But there's there's some players that like put up good numbers, but people don't really rate. And um, for me, Denelson Arnie, uh, who we had online from from Norwich, who's you know who's back there now, he was really underrated. But he was one of these typical wingers where he'd either do something amazing in the first 20 minutes or nothing at all. But he scored some crucial goals for us. And the issue is, you know, we've replaced them with, as I kind of touched on, either kids or or you know players from League One who are up and coming, like Jack Rodoni, who we signed, who I think um, maybe wanted, to, to, you know, he's not really been starting, but can has shown glimpses, so it might, might play on Saturday. Um, but again, he's just, you know, he was for a struggling League One team, and that's no disrespect to Wimbledon, but obviously it's a big step up. And, you know, it's yeah, it's just been it's just been bad. I think um, we've really missed it. And as I kind of touched on, we've not really signed the players to replace them now. So, you know, that's why we're struggling. So, in in terms of those transfers, do you think that's kind of like more of a, a long term strategy from the club or anything? Because I, I remember before last season uh, looking at some of Huddersfield's transfers, and I don't think a lot of money was spent at that point. And like personally, for me, I I was kind of thinking, all right, maybe down the bottom of the table in terms of predictions, and then absolutely got proven wrong um, for you know uh, most of last season, and you know. Corbyn did a, a hell of a job. Um, I, I just remember how good Huddersfield were at the Riverside. Does it seem like it's it's really kind of a continuation of that this season then? 
Yeah, I think, you know, so like last season, I mean, you, like it wasn't you just thought that when we signed the players we signed, I thought we'd be where we are now, kind of like lower end of the table. I think that's just got to give credit to Carlos and his coaching and his staff for getting the best out of those players. Um, yeah, I, to be honest, uh, you know, this isn't to, I'll get my excuses in before the game on Saturday, but, you know, we aren't a club that, have the same wage budget as Middlesbrough. We can't invest the same players, you know, but that's the championship, you know, like that's the way it is. And we've, we've shown, you know, under Carlos last season, under um, David Wagner, when we got promoted, that we can compete, you know, it doesn't, it's not always about money. Um, so yeah, the the actual recruit, uh, the players we brought in, you know, like either free transfers or, you know, loan, um, young Premier League loan players, like is kind of it does kind of fit in with the recruiting method. I, I think the the issues we found found is like maybe they're just not as we've not locked out. You know, for example, Levi Colwell, who was so great for us last season on line at Brighton. Now, um, his kind of replacement is Luke Mbete, who uh, has come on loan from Manchester City. Like really highly thought of, different environment he's coming into. Obviously, we're not playing well, and he's uh, you know he was hooked off at half time against Luton because he arguably at fault for two of the goals so that's the thing with loan players like you don't really know what you're going to get um so I think it's just it's it's just kind of a combination and yeah I just also you know Sorber he's been getting a lot of uh Sorber Thomas caught the eye a lot um I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing that he's from non-league and <laughs> he's like doing really well but he you know he he was incredible with the set pieces for us he's still been putting up pretty good numbers um you know in a struggling team but again it's kind of interesting. I was looking at the the kind of XG for last season and we were meant to be like, I think the bottom five, even though we finished third. So, and the set pieces haven't really been working. Uh, we scored at Rotherham from set piece, uh, but apart from that, not really at all. And it's kind of funny how much a difference that makes. So yeah, it's just been, uh, sorry, I know your question was about transfers, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think happy to add when we've got a good squad, but we've lost some key players and, and, and not really replaced them. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh, you just touched on it there with XG. I think uh, I'm starting to doubt that a little bit now because I think if everything was based on XG, we'd be towards the top of the table apparently. But mm. uh yeah, it's it's a it's a weird uh, weird start looking at the table as it is. Um, you mentioned earlier the managerial change, Danny Schofield leaving and Fotheringham coming in, and you mentioned Fotheringham it's kind of rubbed fans up the wrong way a, a little bit in the first five games. What's your thoughts on him initially? Uh, you know, tactically and and kind of as a as a manager. It's it's difficult because obviously it's like a, a small sample size. I think when he came in. Um, he said a lot of the right things. You know, I think it's, you know, football fans, you kind of, there's certain things you want to hear. Like they always say exciting attacking football and you're like, oh yeah, we could do with exciting attacking football. <laughs> um, he came across as very confident and, you know, um, obviously I'm not like an avid watcher of German football, but from kind of reports you read, you know, he was assistant coach at, at Hertha Berlin. He was kind of responsible for, along with Felix McGaff, um, who was good in Germany. I know he was a bit dodgy at Fulham, but he was kind of credited as, as being, you know, very similar to the, not as, I'd say, high a reputation as Carlos, but, you know, kind of made sense. Kind of, you know, we've gone for those players who were like, uh, sorry, those managers who were like highly thought of as an assistant with the kind of club to make the next step. Um, I think it's just, he is like, quite full on you know he's very old school I think is the best way to describe it you know he's given press conferences that's like you know if you're not training hard five days a week you're not in my team and I think given when he came in you know when where we are which is at the bottom of the table that's kind of what you want to hear like they just need to be training harder because as we've seen we finished third in the league last season so clearly the players are better although we've lost a couple shouldn't really be a bottom three squad in my opinion um and yeah, it's fine when you're winning. So when we beat Hull 2-0, um, you know, he came out and kind of did like a rallying call and fans like it. But, you know, um, he's called out players in press conferences. So I think that's never, that's difficult. Um, so, for example, he blamed um, Yuta Nakayama, um, who made a mistake against Rotherham, singled him out. He's dropped for the pressing game. We, um, big call. Also, I think it's a bit... It wasn't just Nakayama at fault for that, so it's kind of a, of a strange one. Um, so, you know, dropped him for this game. We lost to Preston. It, it's just, I think it's difficult because although he's, you know, quite a strong personality and he, he does, the thing I would give him credit is he seems quite um, 
he seems like a nice guy, you know, when he talks to journalists, he come across quite well. But I think if you come in and, you know, are quite like, this is how it is, not a, a dictator, but, you know, like a disciplinarian, um, I, I think, you know, he is uh, he is kind of unproven. You know, I'll be honest, I've never heard of him. This is his first, uh, first step into management and he's going to have to learn a few things. And, you know, we talk about modern footballers, but... Some players might respond well to that. Some players might not. You know, I'm not a professional footballer, but if my boss was pointing out all my mistakes and, you know, criticised me publicly for it, I'm not sure I'd respond well to that. So it's difficult. Um, he's got a hard, you know, he's, he's, he's got a tough job. You know, I think um, we'll see We'll see how he gets on. But, um, yeah, some fans are already questioning if he's good enough. So And, you know, there's rumours there's been fightings in, in training. So um, it's all got the ingredients for a terrible season. <laughs> <laughs> so one nil Huddersfield on Saturday. Then. <laughs> no, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> look, looking ahead to Saturday anyway. Um, how is it you guys are setting up at the moment, and uh, which players should uh, we be looking out for? Uh, so we're kind of setting up as a three-five-two at the moment. So um, you've got like Lee's Helic, Helic who we signed for Barnsley, who's actually been quite quite good. I think um, we'll be quite busy, I imagine, um, on Saturday. So. He tends to kick and head everything clear, so he's one to watch out for. Um, and then kind of the the five, so we we play you know wing backs like pretty much every every team in the league does. But we've got Sorber playing right wing back. Um, you know he is our main creative threat, um, so he's certainly one to watch out for. Um, ben Jackson's on the other side, and then we've kind of got a, a three of um, Dwayne Holmes, Kamara, and uh, David Kasumu. Uh, David Kasumu. Um, is, is quite good. He's a bit of a destroyer. And then you've got Jordan Rhodes and, and Danny Ward up top. Um, obviously, Jordan Rhodes had um, a bit of joy when we played you guys last season. Um, I think the thing I would say is I've never seen, under Fotheringham, I've never seen Jordan Rhodes run so much in my life. In the second spell, he's everywhere. So he will be, um, he'll probably be naked because obviously we played him midweek. But um, yeah, he'll be running about. So I think you're probably looking at Sorber and, and um, Jordan Rhodes, but the issue is, um, and I'm, I know it's been the same with you guys, um, not really scoring much. But obviously, you've got four goals in midweek, but um, at least you guys have been creating chances, whereas chances for us have been kind of few and far in between. So, um, yeah, probably look at more the defensive side. I mean, you, you know, Lee Nichols is uh, the supreme shithouse of, of this league. So I'm sure if um, we're hanging on, he will be winding up the home fans on Saturday. So, do you think that um, that chance creation? Um, obviously, I think it goes without saying, but that will be where the games won and lost on Saturday um, for for both teams, really. Or do you think there's a, another area of the pitch where um, you know that those sort of key battles are going to be where it's uh, where it's won and lost? I, I think for um, a lot, you know, in terms of when we've lost games, um, we've not been kind of battered yet. Uh, famous last words, but. There have been individual errors, um, which I think is a team knowing confidence. So um, I think, again, this is why we've been so poor this season. It's a lot, you know, that's not to criticise oppositions who have played better than us, but a lot of the kind of goals have come from our own fault and our own doing. So, you know, we have a defensive error in us for sure. Um, I think in terms of if we're going to get anything from the game, it is our set pieces. You know, Sorber is an excellent set piece taker at this level and, you know, um, we can talk, I've, I've talked about tactics for all you like, but we've got big lads. <laughs> so, you know, um, 
yeah, as uh, what, what did Paul Ince say? You know, forget this ticker tacker crap. So sometimes, you know, we, we've got a good set piece taker and sometimes a big lad heads it in. Um, so, yeah, set piece is the one to watch out for, for sure. Yeah, that's worrying. Uh, we haven't been the best against set pieces this season. We just conceded one last night as well. So, uh, fingers crossed we can improve there. But uh, looking ahead, last question. Uh, predictions for the game on Saturday. What are you going with? Um, so it looks like Carrick's not going to be in charge. Is that right? Like he's, he's yeah. agreed, but he won't be in the dugout. From, from what we've heard on our side, Leo will still be in charge on Saturday, and Carrick's all but confirmed. But I think there's a a few uh, last minute things around back uh, backroom staff which need sorting out. So that's kind of holding things up a little bit. Yeah, um, I think. I think the Riverside, you know, you've got a new manager. I know he's technically not in the dugout. I think it'll be a, a good atmosphere for you guys. Um, I'd said on our podcast, one all. I think that's kind of more heart than head. Um, but I, I, I could, uh, our away form has been terrible this season. I could probably see you guys sneaking it 2-1, but I can't I can't back my team to lose, even though we've done that a lot this season. So I'll say one all. Yeah, I know the feeling. Uh, I think when it when it hits a home game for us, I always back us to win, even even if we have been terrible, which I think for most of the, the season we have. I think we didn't predict it on on our show this week, but I'll be going for for one nil, and I'd absolutely just take a a, a boring game at the moment, um, as as I'm sure either of us would really. But uh, that's it. Thanks for joining me. Um, this has been the opposition show from the Borough Breakdown. And this was all your uh, Borough versus Huddersfield chatter in a pod. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 